Welcome to the Making Smart Decisions podcast, strategies for your financial future. Complex topics made simple and actionable so when it comes to your money, you're making smart decisions. And now for the disclaimer. The following program is sponsored by JT Financial Group, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through JW Cole Financial Incorporated, JWC member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through JW Cole Advisors Incorporated, JWCA. JT Financial Group and JWC, JWCA are unaffiliated entities. With decades of experience, here's your host, Josh Tirado. topic that comes up very often is college savings, most specifically 529 plans. When I look on social media, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, within my neighborhood groups and a lot of affiliate groups that I'm in, that topic comes up often where people are looking for help with that, looking for professionals to work with somebody when it comes to college savings and 529s. A couple of key takeaways I, I want to mention to that, understanding the strategy behind the investment instead of just saying, oh, I want to go do that for college. But let's first take a look at what the strategy is and and what makes most sense for you. The reason it's called a 529 plan, and and most things in the financial universe, when you see a combination of numbers or numbers and letters, it's actually referring to the tax code that references that investment. So a 529 plan is simply referencing the tax code that allows you to save money, and I'm doing air quotes, for college on a tax-deferred basis, And as long as you pull the money out of your 529 plan for a qualified secondary education expense, any growth in that money is also tax-free. Now, when 529s first came out, it was strictly designed for college. It has now been expanded. It can cover college, it can cover master's, a doctorate, it can cover private high school. It can actually cover private kindergarten. Also technical school, culinary school, it will cover any sort of education and the related expenses. So you can use it towards books, supplies, room and board. It will cover anything related. And 529 is that part of the tax code that gives you that advantage. So far and away over the years, if it, when it comes to college savings, 529s are the gold standard. I, I mean, that's really where it's at. That's the number one tool that we can use. But let's discuss the strategy behind the 529 and if it makes sense to do a 529 for you. When people approach me about doing college planning for their children, the very first thing I want to say to them is, is your retirement plan done? Is it being properly funded? Do you have what you need to handle retirement? Because you can always borrow money to pay for college. You can't borrow money to pay for your retirement. It's very akin to the uh, airplane analogy. If the oxygen masks fall down, that you secure your mask first and then help others around you. Make sure that your long-term planning is in place first. And then if you can afford it, then look into doing college planning. You take care of your financial planning, your retirement planning, your financial house is in order before the children. I've had some clients who've come to me later in life and they were very proud to tell me that they paid the way to put all three of their children through college, but they came to me a little too late in life despite what my best efforts. We were unable to get them to retire in the time frame that they wanted or to retire in the manner that they wanted because they didn't have enough money put aside because they put it into their kids first. So my goal is, and this is not being selfish, make sure you're taken care of first before you help the kids so that way you're not relying on the kids to help you down the road because you, you can borrow for college. So first and foremost, take care of that. If you've met with a professional and you have a good financial plan, a good retirement plan in place, and you can still save for college for your children, that's terrific. Now let's move on to that. One thing I want to say is people get very overwhelmed because they say, I want to pay for my kids' college. And you look at the cost of college and then fast forward to when your kids are going to be in college at the current growth rate, 
And it's an astronomical amount of money. And people say, I can never save that. Why even bother? Something's better than nothing. So if you want to put money aside and, and have something where you can help the kids or have a gift for your children, then by all means do it. But please don't expect, especially if you have multiple children, please don't expect to be able to put aside enough to pay for the entire thing. Now, that being said, this is me personally, I do think the college landscape and that educational landscape will be revamped in the coming future. The cost of higher education has grown at the same rate or faster than healthcare. I recently spoke with someone and they were complaining because they have a child who's recently out of college and they're looking at jobs and they're looking at taking an entry-level position as a reception person and the reception job required a four-year degree yet did not pay nearly enough money for that person to be able to pay back their loans for their four-year degree. So the standards that are being set are a little ridiculous and the the cost has gotten out of hand. And as more jobs are requiring a four-year degree or a master's, the cost of entry is going up, but that salary is not necessarily going up in proportion to the cost of the education to get the job. So I, I do think in the future, something will happen and college will perhaps not be as extreme of an expense as it is currently. The other thought process, is college going to be right for your child? You probably know your child better than anyone. If your child's looking to go into a field that requires an advanced degree and college is a necessity, okay. If you're, Perhaps your child has a lot of entrepreneurial spirit and a lot of ideas and doesn't want to go work for somebody else, doesn't actually want college and wants to try out a business. I have um, clients where when we're discussing the future, it's not just college savings, it's future savings. So we might put some money into a 529 for college, but if the child isn't going to go to college or culinary school or technical school wants to do something else, we're putting money aside in a brokerage account as well. And we're growing money there so the parents could give that to the child to use to start a business or do some other sort of entrepreneurial effort that doesn't require college. Or if your child gets a scholarship, sports or academic, and they don't need the money in the 529 plan, Money in a brokerage account doesn't have the same constraints as the 529 plan, and you can give them that money perhaps as a down payment on a first home or something else if they didn't have a college expense. From a strategy standpoint, there's a number of different ways to skin a cat, but if you're purely looking at education, 529 is the best. Now, let me also tell you a couple really neat things about 529 that it seems to me most people do not know. 529, if you have one child who needs it, and one child who perhaps gets a scholarship and doesn't need it or decides not to go to college, that 529 can be transferred over to your, to your other child. That money isn't wasted. The money can be transferred back and forth between siblings. As a matter of fact, the money can actually be transferred to anyone in the family once removed. So that 529 could be actually used for a niece, a nephew, a brother. It, it can be used for yourself. If your child doesn't need it and you're going back for a degree, you can use it for yourself. Remember, you are the owner, the child's just the beneficiary, and that beneficiary can be changed to other people within the family. So that money doesn't have to be lost. For some reason, if the money's in a 529, the child doesn't need it at all, and there's no one else that needs it. The money just continues to grow tax deferred and will become treated as an additional IRA. As you get older and go to retire, once you reach 59 and a half, you can take it out and it follows all the IRA rules instead of the 529 rules. Two things that, have, that I've used with my clients that have worked really well. They do not tell their child that they have a 529. This could just be me, but we've seen it work really well where if the child thinks that they have to work towards paying for college or they have to take out a loan for college, that they might, that they oftentimes will work harder and take it more seriously and see the value in the education instead of it just being handed to them. So you don't tell the child about the 529. 
Let it be a happy surprise once they're in school, or perhaps your 529 will help pay for junior and senior year, but you don't tell them about it freshman and sophomore year to, to see how they do. The other thought process is also take out, perhaps take out the loans or borrow from someplace else early on in college, and then at the very end, use the 529 to pay those loans back. So if college takes four years, and for some people in some majors now, it, it, five is the standard, it gives you those additional four to five years of having the money invested and making a return while you're taking loans out that are deferred and then use it to pay back those loans. So you can actually get some extra years of growth on the money um, depending on the mentality of your child. Again, perhaps don't mention it to them. Let it be a happy surprise and then decide if the five trends even for your situation. But that's, and the other thing too is the 529 plan invests in mutual funds. So when you hear 529, oh, I'm doing a 529 investment for my child. Okay. Each 529 is sponsored by a state. Some states have one, some states have multiple plans that are offered, but essentially it's a set plan with a list of mutual funds in it from different professional companies. You get to pick those mutual funds or they have an age weighted option where it's more aggressive when the child's younger and automatically gets more conservative as the child gets older and closer to college. But essentially you're just investing in a pool of mutual funds. Think of the 529 as a shell of tax protection around that investment. And like far as gum, that's all I have to say about that. Thanks for listening to Making Smart Decisions with Josh Dorado. For more information and show notes, visit our website at jtfinancialgroup.com. Email a question or schedule an appointment. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a guide for your journey. The preceding program is sponsored by JT Financial Group, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole, financial member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors, J.T. Financial Group, and J.W. Cole Financial. And J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by J.T. Financial Group should not be construed as specific investment, legal, or tax advice. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. Investing may involve the risk of loss of principal. Any tax advice on this show is not intended to be used by a person for the purpose of avoiding U.S. federal or state tax penalties that may be imposed on such a person. And each listener should seek advice from their tax advisor or legal counsel on topics that arise from the show. JT Financial Group is not providing legal or tax advice. Nothing should be construed as a solicitation or an offer to buy securities.